Hello and welcome to Headroom, Curious Conversations for Leaders in Education. I'm your host Richard Reid and today we're going to consider what might a coaching culture look like in a school. And I'm really pleased to be joined today by Miriam Donnan. Miriam is Principal of Mitchell House School in East Belfast. Mitchell House is a special school for children with physical disabilities and associated learning needs. In 2015, Miriam was awarded the UK Pearson Gold Plato for Special Needs Teacher of the Year. She has completed her PQH and more recently developed her coaching skills through a certificate in Leader as Coach with Leon Edu. Miriam, it's great to have you on the podcast today. Thanks very much for having me, Richard. No problem. Now, today we are considering what a coaching culture might look like within a school. And Miriam has kindly agreed to give us a flavour of what it looks like in Mitchell House. Miriam, just before we dive into that, can you tell us about how you found out about coaching in the first place? Yes, well, I suppose, Richard, my coaching journey started a long number of years ago um, whenever I experienced coaching um, as a coachee from Nicola Lina, who was on your um, your podcast last last time and um, I suppose I um, at that time had never really heard of coaching before and through experiencing it it kind of gave me a bit of a flavor for for what it was about and that was very much in a teen context and then I suppose uh, a short while later a number of months later I um, felt that I might benefit professionally from some coaching so I started a a, I suppose a journey of being Mm -hmm. a coachee um, which has been an interesting journey because um, I suddenly saw the benefits of coaching for me as a professional Um, and that was massive I learned so much about myself and I'm still learning about myself um, through coaching and I suppose that gave me the um, I suppose the curiosity to find out a little bit more about um, what what happens in coaching. What's the magic that happens to see the benefits yes. that that I was experiencing um, as a leader? Okay, fantastic. So you actually you actually started the journey out then on the on the receiving end of coaching, which is an interesting an interesting way an interesting way to, way to start. Yeah. Um, and I, and I created that, as you say, I think the key word there is is, is curiosity. Um, so obviously be, being on the receiving end of coaching and, and seeing what the, the benefits are for you, well, as a person, but both, as you say, professionally, what, what inspired you then to in, invest, I suppose, time and money in, in developing your own coaching skills? And, and how has that changed your, your leadership style? Well, I suppose, um, Richard, through my own um, coaching as as coachee, I learned a lot about my leadership style. And I suppose a couple of things that I learned about myself was that I place great emphasis on relationships. And I've always done that back from when I was a teacher, a young teacher. I, you know, on reflection, I realized that that's very much part of me as as a person and as a leader. Um, Yes. And, and and so the kind of attitude of building relationships and really strong relationships with staff and that desire to help them and um, I suppose the curiosity I mentioned um, just there a couple of minutes ago then sparked me to, to become I suppose curious about how I could pass that help on to others and how I could develop those relationships you know as, as a professional um, and and I then I suppose Leon Edgy launched their um, Leader as Coach program and I was very very keen to be part of part of that so I actually talked to our Board of Governors about um, the whole 
philosophy of coaching and what yes. it is and um, I suppose the benefits that I could see as a potential for for the school and um, the first small step was for me to become um, mm-hmm. you know a coach and kind of dip my yeah. toe into the water of, of being a coach. Yeah it's interesting though when you when you mentioned you know obviously you went to to, to the point of actually talking to your governors which again is is, is a great sign of leadership yeah. so obviously you saw this as something that was you know there was an awful lot of potential for coaching in school because you had been on the receiving end as, as a coachee mm-hmm. and then you develop your your skills as a coach yourself um talking to the governors and i suppose really selling the idea to them uh, is important because obviously there's there's a cost attached to all these things it, can you tell us about how you then you stretched the development of coaching skills to include your senior management team uh, and what were the benefits uh, of that? Yeah, so I suppose, um, you know, having been part of the Leaders Coach programme, I then began to um, start coaching various different people in informal contexts and then more formal yes. contexts. And yes. one of the things I suppose I did was had the conversations with my senior leadership team and and brought actually some of the research and some of the work that I was um, learning about through the through the program to them um, and I, I was very keen then for them to be part of this program yes. and for me to share that with them so I set up regular formal um, coaching sessions with each of mm-hmm. my senior leadership teams so there are five of us in, in total on our on our senior team um so the for the four staff then for my four senior leaders they then yes. had I suppose protected time that uh, mm-hmm. we could develop um you know the coaching and yes. um and suddenly they then started to see the benefits that I saw all those yes. um you know months before yes. and um that then developed a curiosity in them so okay. That has gone on to two of them have now completed the Leaders Coach program as well. Very good. Mm-hmm. Um, which has been, I suppose, a massive thing for us as a senior leadership team because it's really starting to embed coaching in good. our um, approaches and in our whole kind of um, outlook as a, as a senior yeah. leadership team. Okay. It's interesting you talk about protected time and I think that's a, a very important one because obviously when you're talking to uh, fellow principals, you know, like ourselves, the, the first thing sometimes we respond to these sort of conversations, you know, I just I haven't time, I, I can't fit it in. But obviously when you when you create protected time for something as beneficial as coaching, then that's when the opportunity to actually embed it um, into the whole culture of yeah. the school uh, starts, to, starts to take place. If you think at the moment, obviously for, for everyone, you know, currently in a leadership position within education, the pandemic has been a major challenge to the smooth running of their of their school or their department or their faculty. Um, how has that that coaching culture in your school helped you and your team face the challenges of COVID nineteen? Yeah, and as you, as you say, um, Richard, it has been a massive challenge. I think you know for for everybody. Uh, I think it has really helped us to recognise that people come with their personal anxieties around COVID. Yes. And I think that's a massive thing to recognise. Um, and also the huge amount of change that we have had to adapt to over the last months in, in a school like ours, a special school with hugely vulnerable children. Yes. Um, I mean, our school routines and our, our school day looks completely different today to what it did this mm-hmm. time last year. Um, and it has been a massive, uh, I suppose, tool in our kit to have yeah. coaching um, as a method of supporting staff through um, through these changes that have been happening. Um, yeah. And just to be able to have those conversations to help people get a little bit of perspective on things um, right. has been really, really helpful. 
Um, and, I, you know, I, I do think that staff recognise that as a very supportive mechanism in terms of, um, you know, navigating these difficult times and we don't know what's ahead and that honesty that comes along with the whole um, culture and ethos of, of coaching and having those conversations. Yeah, I think, yes, I mean, the key word you mentioned there is, is perspective. And I mean, last week, Nicola talked about, you know, protecting principles because of the amount of change that we have to manage. And I suppose perspective is one of those things that, that, that becomes a real issue there. So I, I suppose having a, a coaching culture within your school and staff knowing that they are going to be able to have protected time to have those conversations is bound to be a, a huge support to them um, professionally but also as, as individual people because we're, we're dealing with these situations in, in the workplace but we also are affected at home with our own our own families as well so mm-hmm. the coaching culture I suppose then in school starts to permeate out into people's own lives and, and has a positive effect not just on them as professionals in the building but also as them um, as individuals with their own uh, their own families and the issues that they face outside of school. Um, you had mentioned uh, Miriam in an earlier conversation we had that you and another principal colleague actually set up uh, or set aside time to coach each other can you tell us a wee bit more about the benefits of that yeah so I suppose um Richard would kind of I had come on the journey of really um you know spending quite a bit of time with my senior leadership team doing coaching and all the rest of it and you know whilst at the beginning of every conversation coaching conversation you formally leave your um your responsibilities of 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 work at the door and yes. um but still you know ultimately when you're a principal you're always the boss if you want to say <laughs> um yes. so i suppose i was very keen to have a peer um to kind of develop that um that coaching element with and we set up and I suppose again it was that protected time and really the commitment from both of us to Mm -hmm. say do you know this is time that is precious to to us but also time that is going to be really really worthwhile and I mean those conversations the coaching conversations that we were having and still are having are massive in terms of the um the impact of that on both of our leadership styles because we were able to share um you know share things that we wouldn't maybe be able to have or share or have those yes. conversations with someone within our own school and um the confidentiality that comes with with coaching is is hugely beneficial whenever you're you're in in the role of principal in a school yes. Yeah, I think that's that's key, you know, and it resonates with me, Marianne, when you talk about those conversations that you feel you can have with another principal colleague, you know, mm-hmm. that you maybe wouldn't be able to have maybe with a, with a colleague within school. And I suppose that's, that's the beauty of coaching, you know, I mean, in your school, you know, you have a, a coaching culture set up so staff can have conversations with each other and uh, but also you're you're protecting your 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 own I suppose sanity in some ways having that opportunity to have coaching conversations with a, a fellow principal from another school mm-hmm. which is terrific you're still having the, the the coaching conversations as a coachee outside of school then as well that you'd started absolutely yes and I, you know I really do think Richard that that's key to um to my own sanity at times yes. to be quite yes. honest that's the bottom line <laughs> of it you know yes. um, and you know often I I do laugh sometimes because I now I've got very very professional at coaching myself (laughs) (laughs) very good (laughs) and I hardly need a coach sitting in front of me sometimes because you know it's 
But having said that, it's massive still, even for me, I finish a coaching session and think, whoa, you know, that, yes, okay, I now kind of see that clearly. Or um, I had the privilege of being part of the um, Education Authority's pilot program, um, the Coaching for Principals program. Yes. Mm -hmm. Um, And that was really beneficial because I had a coach completely outside of education um, and that brought another layer of, um, I suppose, thought to conversations. um, Mm. And and definitely, I think we in education can kind of get bogged down in the whole education stuff. Yes, Um, So that was really, really beneficial as well. But absolutely, those are conversations that I really um, find hugely beneficial. Okay, fantastic. Miriam, it has been an absolute pleasure chatting to you today. Uh, We really appreciate the insight into the the coaching culture at Mitchell House that you've given us today. For our listeners, I trust that the conversation has increased your understanding of what a coaching culture can look like in a school and more importantly, how you might start that journey in your own setting. In our next episode, I'll be considering the benefits of bringing an external coach into a school and looking at how that might impact on the development of a coaching culture. Until then, you can subscribe to Headroom through Spotify to ensure you don't miss future curious conversations for leaders in education.